Negative interest rates are coming. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I have my Stein of coffee and I thought we'd have a look at this article from the ABC discussing the potential for negative interest rates. Now, the current cash rate in Australia is at 0.25%, very low. Now, in the debate regarding the cash ban, many people raised the con their concerns about the potential for negative interest rates, which was dismissed as tinfoil hat wearing people worrying about make-believe. Now, we are seriously contemplating and looking at the potential of negative interest rates, which exist in other jurisdictions or nations around the world. The European Union is a good example. Look at some of the countries in there. So let's have a look, guys. Let's have a look at this article from the ABC, which is starting to prep people at the prospect of negative interest rates. Because we're definitely living in the clown world right now. Australia's main interest rate was cut to 0.25% this week, the lowest in history. The unprecedented decision by the Reserve Bank was part of an emergency package to prevent the financial system melting down as large parts of the economy are boarded up to stop the global illness spreading. Now, here's the thing, guys. Remember when cutting to 3% was considered emergency measures? Hmm. <laughs> Does it mean Australia's interest rates may soon hit zero? Is it possible we could see negative interest rates? Well, according to the RBA, it's already offering zero rates anyway for practical purposes, and it's extremely unlikely Australia will see negative rates. Well, it was also extremely unlikely that we would see effectively zero rates, was it? And yet, all the people who raised these issues with regards to the cash ban to our glorious leaders were dismissed. There you go. I mean, what happens in a world of negative interest rates? Negative interest rates are a strange phenomenon. Well, they are showing you that the system isn't working, that there's something fundamentally wrong. There's, it, it's, it shouldn't be like that. Time should be valued. It's, it's crazy. They're intended to incentivize banks to lend money freely during periods of extreme economic uncertainty or financial market dislocation because the manipulation that the central banks and our centrally planned economies to an extent are doing is catching up to them. GFC was never fixed. The banks weren't allowed to fail. People need to fail when they make stupid mistakes. We're a generation, we're a civilization of spoiled people, I'd say in a way. You know, everyone gets a reward, everyone gets a handout, every business gets propped up. But they have economic consequences in a topsy-turvy way. Theoretically, when rates turn negative, depositors can be charged a storage fee to keep their savings in a bank rather than receive interest, and borrowers can be credited with interest rather than being charged interest for taking out a loan. There you go. There's an incentive to take debt. It's crazy. Last year, uh, Jusk bank in Denmark made headlines by launching the world's first negative interest mortgage offer, offering borrowers a 10-year deal at negative 5%. It said when its borrowers made their monthly repayments, their debt would be reduced by more than they paid on their mortgage each month, although after fees, the effective interest rate was just in positive territory. Well, there you go. You know, They'll always get you. 
They'll always go to you one way or another, bastards. The bizarre arrangement was possible because the interest rates in Europe's money market dropped to extraordinary levels, and J-Bank could borrow from institutional investors at a negative rate and pass it on to customers. There you go, guys. We're living in a clown world. We're living in a clown world. This is insane. This doesn't make any sense. However, their savers faced a 0% interest rate when they deposited money in a savings account. So negative interest rates are far more common in money markets. It is extremely rare for consumer products like home loans and savings accounts to face negative interest rates. According to CanStar's database, in the last two decades, there have never been negative interest rates on any such products in Australia. They're far more likely to occur in money markets where central banks lend to retail banks and institutional investors. Well, then why can't uh, retailers get access to those negative rates from the central banks? That'd be great. Last year, the entire Swiss government nominal bond yield curve, i.e. bond interest rate curve, was in negative territory. And the Swiss government could borrow for 30 years at an interest rate of zero, negative 0.2%. I mean... That makes perfect sense, doesn't it? That doesn't tell you there's something wrong with the global financial system. <laughs> and yet people think it's all going to return to normal. People think it's all going to return to normal, guys. Most of the German, Dutch, French and Japanese yield curves were in negative territory too. It's not just governments that can borrow at negative rates. In recent times, corporations including Coca-Cola, Orange and Siemens have issued unsecure bonds with zero coupons and negative yields. Why would anyone buy those bloody things? Can someone explain it to me? And you know what they'll do, those organizations. They'll just use it to prop up their share price. So maybe that's it. You buy the stock, then you buy these bonds, knowing that you'll make more money from the share price going up than you'd lose on the bond. Yes, that's that makes perfect sense. In October last year, there were 14 trillion of bonds trading at negative yields around the world and around a quarter of all government bonds were trading at negative yields. So people are buying these things just so they can get some of their money back. What does that tell you about confidence? Why are we talking about negative interest rates in Australia? I wonder why. We're faced with a recession. We're faced with tremendous unemployment and economic hardship in this country. And there's a generation that doesn't know what it's what it's going to be like. They'll all be too old to too young to remember the last one. The conversation about negative rates began in earnest last year when the RBA kicked off its recent rate cutting cycle. In mid 2019, faced with a weakening economy before the summer's bushfires and illness pandemic, the RBA cut its rates from 1.5% to 1% over two successive months. Remember that? Remember when cutting down to 1% was a big deal, guys? You know, remember that? And now we're at 0 025 I, I, I get the feeling in six months' time I'll be doing a video. RBA cuts rates to negative 5%. I, I wonder. I wonder. Let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below. And do you think that will affect all the... Uh, the cash ban submissions and how it was all dismissed. Do you think those politicians sitting on the Senate that dismissed it, do you think they'll apologize to the public? Wouldn't that be nice? Then in August, the RBA Governor Philip Lowe told Parliament all options were on the table to stimulate the economy. 
potentially even cutting interest rates to zero, which he's done, and QE, which they're doing, and increasing the repo market, which they've done too. They're doing everything they can to stimulate the economy. They're giving money to people. They're incre trying to get more people to borrow money. I still don't understand. I still don't understand. And no one's been able to explain to me why. <laughs> Come on, someone in a small business, tell me why you're going to borrow money. And don't just say because you're going to put in crypto or coin. Why would a normal people do it? Not a prepper. In October, the RBA cut rates again to 0.75. It fueled speculation that Australia was heading towards zero or negative rates. And the speculation became too large for the central bank to ignore. So a few weeks later, in late October, Dr. Lowe delivered a speech in Canberra to say it was extraordinarily unlikely that we will see negative interest rates in Australia. But, you know, I'll bring up one of my favorite charts, and this is the RBA wage growth forecast chart. I have no confidence in any of their claims. So if he's saying it's extraordinarily unlikely, and they're assuming all of these were likely, is that does that mean it's almost the certainty that it's going to be negative interest rates? Let me know what you think in the comments, everyone. In the Q&A afterwards, he warned that negative interest rates were having a, a pernicious effect on the functioning of the financial system and pension system in Europe. And Australian businesses should stop waiting for negative interest rates and start investing. They're not going to invest because there's no confidence now. And this is before all of these other issues that we've had, where businesses are closing down. In November, he then gave another speech explaining why he thought negative interest rates were a bad idea for Australia. I would say reserve banks are a bad idea. Privately controlled reserve banks manipulating the market, I'd say they're a bad idea. I think we need competition. I think there should be several reserve banks, each with different currencies. You know, you can go to one that, if you had a choice, if you had a choice between two reserve banks and two, two currencies, you've got the Australian, you know, the Australian dollar by the RBA and then you've got you know maybe I don't know the gold-backed RBA RBA plus you know limited currency tied directly to gold what would you hold on to just think of that what would you hold on to what note he said neg negative interest rates were largely a European phenomenon and evidence suggested that experiment had not been a success well okay QE has never worked and yet you're doing that too while negative rate, I get, oh, I, I can't blame him. That's all they got. That's all they can do. They're very limited. They, they can only kick the can so far down the road. And they're doing everything they can to prop up this sputtering one piston engine. Or it's like, you know, a what, B-17 or, you know, a bomber. Four of the engines have been shot up. Three are down. One is still sputtering. And they're putting whatever fuel and all they can to keep it going while the Messerschmitts are coming down at it. I think I'll play War Thunder tonight. <laughs> <laughs> wonder why so while negative interest rates have put downward pressure on exchange rates and long-term bond yields they've come with other effects too dr Lowe said it has become increasingly apparent that negative interest rates create strain in parts of the banking system and can impair the ability of some banks to provide credit negative interest rates also create problems for pension funds that need to fund long-term liabilities in addition there is evidence that they can encourage households to save more and spend less, especially when people are concerned about the possibility of lower income in retirement. A move to negative interest rates can also damage confidence in the general economic outlook and make people more cautious. Well, I would say cutting rates to 0 0.25 will damage confidence. Shutting borders 
and forcing businesses to close will damage confidence. I don't know how this stimulus is going to be spent. How is it going to be spent? Can you let me know your suggestions in the comments? Will it be online purchases? I'll have to have to watch the Amazon trade, see if it increases. He argued if Australia's official cash rate was introduced was reduced to 0 0.25, it would effectively be a 0% rate anyway. Why? Because the rate the RBA would pay on bank reserves would be less than 0.25%. And in most other countries, you'd call that zero interest rates. He was adamant Australia's main rate would not be lowered below 0 0.25. Our appetite, as you can probably tell from my remarks, for a zero cash rate and hence negative interest rates on central bank reserves is very, very limited. And I don't think we're going to go there, Dr. Lowe said. Fast forward a few months to March 2020, and the RBA has now cut rates to 0 0.25 in response to this uh, catastrophic bushfires and the illness outbreak. But Dr. Lowe reiterated his point this week that he would not cut rates below 0 0.25. So guys, do you believe him? Do you think he won't cut rates below 0 0.25? Or are negative interest rates going to appear in the next six months? Let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below, everyone. Thank you all for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan and you want to help us produce more content, there are a few ways you can. You can join the channel here on YouTube. You can do the same on Patreon for a small monthly fee. You can use our affiliate links at Amazon or eBay for your consumer purchases or independent reserve and KuCoin for the crypto trading. If you'd like to buy our merch, you can get it from Teespring or also from our website. And finally, you can contribute directly via PayPal. Thank you everyone for all your help. Have a great day and I will see you in the next video. Bye for now.